0: Arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo. On 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO. Indeed, it's time once again for our Creative Cafe, and joining us once again, the one, the only, the inimitable, Kristen Chesek. How are you?
1: I'm good. That was quite, quite the introduction. Oh, Thank I
0: you. we yeah, we can do that yeah. all the time. It's okay. fun. Yeah, yes.
1: happy Earth Day. Thank
0: you. Happy Earth Day to you too. Yes. Yes. And it's a good day to celebrate today it because it's going to be gorgeous day. outside.
1: Yes, it is. So hang on to it because I hear it's going to snow later this week. Ah, <sighs>
0: you really had
1: to mention. I did. That. I did. I just messed the whole thing up.
0: No, I. If you've <laughs> lived, if you've lived in Michigan long enough, yeah. you know that's like this is pure Michigan. It's going to be eighty oh, yeah. today, and then yeah. snow later. So yeah.
1: so cancel whatever else you were supposed to do inside. <laughs> and get out there and enjoy it. Yes. Yes. Well, welcome to Creative Cafe. I am here this morning with our first guest, Savannah Draper. She is a props master, and theater artist. You work in a variety of theaters in Kalamazoo. We have worked together for a while now. For a minute. Yeah. For a hot minute. A hot minute. What's your favorite morning beverage?
2: Oh, geez. Uh, highly caffeinated. Okay. Usually
1: cold. Yes. So I don't have to wait for it to cool down to get into my system. Ah, okay. All right. So I so, see you're sporting the Red Bull here Yes, this rocking the
2: sugar-free Red Bull. I'm, okay. I'm not up this early, so I forget that the coffee lines aren't <laughs> nearly as long. Yes,
1: yes. Drove um, by
2: all the Starbucks. I was like, well...
1: Red Bull it is. Red Bull it is. All right. Well, I can't blame you for that one. Well, thank you for joining us on this sunny Saturday morning. Welcome. As Yeah. As a props master, uh, you spend a great deal of time s- sourcing items for shows mm-hmm. and either purchasing them or creating them. Can you tell us a little bit about, because it is Earth Day, the sustain this idea of sustainability? And- yeah. Um, so, you, I mean, you
2: know, sustainability is basically the ability to maintain or support a process over a continued amount of time hmm. So um, what I do is I a big part of my job is maintaining a stock of items. Um, you know, a prop is anything an actor touches, picks up, moves, you know, furniture wise, sits on mm-hmm. things like that. So, yep. um, you know, I maintain a stock of items. Um, I have to build a lot of items.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: you know, I'm, do you? Yeah.
1: So you have this stock. And I assume you re- reuse a bunch of them. I do.
2: I try to maintain a stock of just commonly, I you know, mm-hmm. common items, things yeah. like that. You know, you go down and it's Bed, Bath & Beyond down in my basement kind of thing. <laughs> um, okay. So, you know, that way I don't have to keep buying coffee mugs or chairs or gotcha. bedding, things like that.
1: Right, right. But what happens if it's not the right style or color or...
2: Then I... Depending on period appropriateness, Mm -hmm. um, I go to an antique store. I try not to buy new. I try to reuse something that's already been created. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, I'll reach out to another local theater, the Civic, Mm -hmm. um, Grand Rapids Civic, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, Try to borrow something so we don't have to keep getting new and, you know, having stuff shipped to us in boxes and stuff like that.
1: Sure, sure, sure. Right, so reuse, reuse, reuse.
2: Rinse, reuse, recycle. Okay. It's literally kind of the name of the game.
1: All right. How about repurpose?
2: So I am one of those people where I can look at something and see what it could be. Okay. So if I have a broken something, I Mm -hmm. will take it apart and try to see if I can remake it Uh into something
1: else. Okay. You you know, or
2: fix it, you know, if it's not
1: super broken. Right. Do you have an example of that?
2: So one show I had to do at my um, my summer stock out in Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. Um, I had to have a nineteen forties photo enlarger. If you've ever seen one of these things, (laughs) these things are like five feet tall, Uh couple hundred pounds, cast iron. Okay. I needed a desktop one. Yes. So I found a broken desk lamp. Yes. A broken uh, camera with the shutter, the Mm pull out shutter. Okay. Took those apart. Yes. Welded them back together. Mm -hmm. Made a base. Plugged it in and it lit up. Oh. So it actually looked like a miniature version of this ginormous apparatus that there was no way I was getting in my car to take to Pennsylvania.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. So a, a photo enlarger made it out of a bunch of broken stuff. Just a bunch of broken stuff. Do we know where the photo enlarger is now in the world?
2: Hopefully it's still at Millbrook, but <laughs> okay. I guarantee you they've probably torn it apart and repurposed it into something else. Right, <laughs> right. Like, right. dang, that was a really nice desk lamp. What did she do?
1: Yeah, I know. So, so you and I are both a technical theater, and we know that it. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into uh, creating that environment for the actors so mm-hmm. they can tell their story, especially in theater that's realistic. Yes. And uh, so tell me a little bit about... How you think through, because theater is such a temporary art form. You're up for three, I mean, especially in in the type of theater that we do. Oh, yeah. We're up for three or four weeks, if we're lucky, and then all that stuff has to go somewhere. So I'm guessing it can be kind of difficult to keep your eye on being environmentally friendly, uh, uh, you know, budget and time. So how do you keep your eye on that?
2: Um you know, I basically I first start by obviously reading the script, seeing what I need mm-hmm. um, researching time frames, stuff like that. Uh, it's it's a lot easier to find things that are current.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we keep a lot of that kind of stuff, um, but I also hoard antiques. so <laughs> I don't have to okay. you but know <laughs> those specialty items, things like that. Um, but again, it's a it's a lot of can i can I find it super cheap that's already been made. Mm-hmm. Do I own it? Mm-hmm. Does the Civic own it? There, you know, right, I do right. shopping at the Civic quite a bit. Right. So there's this
1: idea of borrowing across theaters. Yes, we do that know, quite or, a bit. Okay. So you don't have to keep your own full stock of things. I don't keep
2: my own full stock of Mm -hmm. things. Um, You know, like the show we have coming up. Yeah. Thankfully, I was able to actually borrow a bulk of the furniture. Gotcha. As opposed to, you know, spending the money on Mm -hmm. it, trying to figure out where I'm going to store it, Mm -hmm. ultimately having to get rid of something because I have to try to park a semi at a carport, you know.
1: Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So when you're borrowing uh, uh, furniture, uh, reupholstering it. So is that?
2: Yep, yep. We do a lot of reupholstering, um, a lot of repainting, mm-hmm. um, stripping of old paint, restaining, just trying to make it look
3: uh-huh.
2: like it fits into that world. You gotcha. know, if you're in a nice apartment, they're not going to have a bright pink mm-hmm. painted table,
1: right? But, right.
2: You know, I might have picked up the table, painted bright pink for ten dollars at a garage sale.
1: Gotcha. Okay. So it really is. Uh, it really is about. Looking in your environment and friends and other theaters and figuring out where you can borrow or rent or repurpose.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, even broken things. You know, a lot of people look at something that's broken mm-hmm. and just throw it away. Mm-hmm. I'll look at it and go, okay, can I save these components?
1: Gotcha. And can I hot glue them to another thing, paint them, and make them <laughs> look like a different thing? Right, right, right. Uh, before we came on the air this morning, we were talking about, your most favorite prop ever, and I think we I think we need to share that with uh, oh. our audiences this morning.
2: Favorite prop, I I feel weird saying that because it's 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 literally a dead dog. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. So it, it's favorite in the process, but yes, not yes. favorite
1: in the yes. So there's a there's a sense of pride to be able to make something realistic. Yes.
2: Yes. Um, so it was uh, the show, The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, and mm-hmm. The opening scene, you see this dead dog with yeah. a pitchfork through him. Aww. I know, it's a little heartbreaking. Yes. But I basically found online a life-size dog, Aww. stuffed animal. Okay. Unstuffed him. Re- <laughs> <laughs> this is my, I get paid to do this. I know, you get paid, I get paid, you paid you get to do paid, this. Yes,
1: to look um, on the internet and figure it out. You know, re okay. remade
2: him so he looked more realistic, his paws uh-huh. and his face and stuff like that. And right. And drilled some holes and shoved a pitchfork through him, covered <sighs> him in paint. And, yep. Yeah. And like I said, he's he's traveled more than I have. Yeah. He, he gets rented out. He gets rented out. I have theaters all across the country reaching out to me, like, how did you do it? And it's like, well, I can walk you through the process or for a very, you know, minimal fee. I right, will I will right. ship him to you. His name is Wellington. He has yes. a passport. Yes. And, uh... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, and that, as funny as it is, it really is sustainable because you've made it once and then all of these other theaters across the country who are doing the show. Well, uh, exactly. What is it, the Curious Incident of the yeah, Dog? Yeah, the Curious a, Incident of the Dog in nighttime. In the, in the nighttime. Yep, yep. Well, and
2: we do that a lot. I mean, you know, at Farmer's Alley where I work, I have rental packages mm-hmm. for every specific show. Uh-huh. You know, Avenue Q with all the puppets. Right. The, like the box puppets. I made all of those. Right. And they're a rental package.
1: sure. Sure.
2: So it's, you know, some things are so incredibly show specific Mm -hmm. that if someone's already made it, I don't want to waste the time, energy, money, resources Resources
1: to make it, to make
2: it. Yeah.
1: So I'll either get it
2: or give it.
1: Good. Good. All right. So sustainability at work in the theater. What, What show are you working on now?
2: What show are we working on right now? (laughs)
1: Farmers Farmers. And far- <laughs> uh, yeah? yeah, Lady Day? Lady Day. Is that the one? Okay, I think that's so. the
2: only, yeah, that's the, one, that's the main one,
1: and then uh, Bright Brightstar. Star. And Bright Star's coming up. Okay, down at the Farmer's Alley? Down at the Farmer's Alley. And if we want to rent props from you, we just give you a quick call down there at the Farmer's Alley? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if it's not just a rental, if you, you know, I have a lot of people, you know, what do you glue? How do you glue things to other <laughs> things? Just because it's, it's such a random skill set of...
1: It kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, you've picked up a, a variety of skills within the props world.
2: I have, I have. It, it, it blows my mind. It blows my mind. Some of the stuff I get to do and right redo and make and
1: yes, all that stuff. Yep, so. and help tell those stories. So, and I think that's that's the fun part is uh, cre- you are integral to that process of creating that world for oh, for the you. yeah for the storytelling process in theater. And I think that's great. Kudos to you. All right, we are almost uh, at the end of our first segment this morning. I've been talking with Savannah Draper, who is a props master and theater artist here in Kalamazoo. Currently working pretty full time at the Farmers' Alley. Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: full time there. I still, um, I still contract out to other uh-huh. places, so Portage yeah. Civic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What to do? I mean, yeah. A <laughs> okay. little, little bit of everywhere.
1: A little bit of everywhere. Great. So, talking about sustainability and theater. Thank you so much
0: for your time this morning.
2: You're very welcome. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. We'll be back.
0: Are you a student, artist, musician, actor, theater technician, producer, or director? Are you new to the arts scene in Kalamazoo County? Or maybe you've been an artistic mainstay in the community for years. No matter what discipline you engage in or how experienced you are, the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo has resources for you. Becoming a member provides an avenue to connect with your peers, access to grants and sponsorship resources, as well as free promotional tools to get the word out about you and your work. Membership is open to students, individuals, and organizations. There's even a special pricing for educational institutions. To find out more about becoming a member of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, go to their website at kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. That's kalamazooarts.org and click the membership tab. You won't be sorry. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM, WKZO.
1: And we're back. I am here in the studio this morning with Connor Clock, the Artistic Director of Queer Theater Kalamazoo. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, the organization is about 10 years old now, is that right?
3: Yeah, we're nine years this year, going to our 10th season next
1: All year. All right. And you've received a couple of grants from the Arts Council in the past, uh, but before we get to that, what is your favorite morning beverage?
3: I love orange juice. Orange juice is the best morning beverage, I think.
1: I You, you might be right. If I didn't need the caffeine, if there was caffeinated orange juice, which I'm sure somewhere in the world there is... I would have to agree with you. So unfortunately I have to stick with my caffeine, but yes, <laughs> orange juice is a right up there. That's fantastic. Can you describe the recent grant project? So uh queer theater Kalamazoo applied for an arts fund, Kalamazoo County grant, you just received that. So that's congratulations. Thank you. Can you talk a little bit about that grant project?
3: Yeah, absolutely. We're doing Hedwig and the Angry Inch, which I think is going to be spectacular uh, in June. Um, uh, it's a big step for queer theater. We don't usually do musicals, mm-hmm. um, which I think is, uh, you know, it's, an, it's, it's a big step for us to be able to mm-hmm. do something of this production level. Um, you know, we have a performance at Pride uh, scheduled. We have a performance on the Pride and the Block downtown party that the state is hosting um, with a handful of different performances at the Dormouse Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's all about asking this question about gender, Right. About whether, you know, Hedwig is a, a, a character who is stuck between worlds almost and mm-hmm. trying to find themselves when those worlds have almost been put upon them, both of them, mm-hmm. from either side of the binary. And being able to ask, answer that question of, are you a boy? Are you a girl? And pushing those questions aside and asking, am I a rock star? You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs>
1: okay. The real question. Am I a rock star? OK. All right. Uh, and the grant itself. um, was arts arts fund of kalamazoo county is this the mm-hmm. first grant that queer theater has received
3: to my knowledge but for I've only been fund. handling the applying for grants for the last year
1: okay mm-hmm. and you you personally wrote the grant for this one I did how was that experience
3: that was my very first grant ever <laughs> myself and okay. I was like when we got it I was like so I was beaming I was like elated <laughs> I was like oh my gosh I did this thing and I could do it and I was a lot so I appreciate the arts council. <laughs> having a yeah. grant that i could apply to you know okay.
1: what i mean <laughs> sure sure so for those um grant applicants out there that this is going to be their first time applying mm. for a grant can you talk about was the application process difficult was there things that were surprising about it to you what what was that like for you and it's you don't have to say all nice things heard right?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um absolutely no um i don't know i don't have bad things to say of um, the it was i think an accessible process okay right um, I would say, I mean, as my first time, I've looked at grant applications before. So mm-hmm. I've, I have kind of, uh, I had a little bit of knowledge about what grants look like, what they should have as far as a form and content. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Arts Council's project process for it was streamlined, simple, easy for somebody who it was their first time with little knowledge mm-hmm. to be able to do. Uh, so I don't think that there were really any surprises for me along the That's way. Good. It was just it was pretty straightforward.
1: Okay, did you get any help with your application?
3: I did. Uh, our, some of our board members did okay. edit it a little bit for good, me. They good. gave me suggestions. Good. Um, uh, but mostly it was it was all me.
1: Okay. And would you do another grant application if uh, you were asked to?
3: Absolutely.. Yep. Okay.
1: What advice would you give other folks in the grant application world? Uh, they're sitting down. They're like, I've got this great project and I want to do it, and I know there's money out there, but this is this is like the barrier for them is I don't I don't know if I can do this. What advice would you give to them?
3: Ask, ask anyway. Apply, do it anyway. It does not matter if you. I mean, write. You could write one page. Mm-hmm. One long run, running, <laughs> running sentence. Okay. You know, uh, of what you're, and if it's true and it's honest and it has all of the pieces. Yeah. You know, it's there. If it's communicatable. Okay. You know, so okay. I think that that's. I guess that would be almost the advice I would give: is if you can communicate your project, mm-hmm. do it, apply it. OK. Absolutely.
1: How did um, how did you and maybe this was a joint decision with you and your board members and other members of queer theater. But how did you decide that this was the project that you wanted to apply for an arts fund grant for?
3: Yeah. So I English? think that. Yeah. I <laughs> um, so I think that it came down to uh, honest. It came down to looking at budgets uh, okay. for each of the productions. OK. Um, So picking how we were going to fund each show came down to kind of what was appropriate as far as Mm -hmm. meeting requirements for the grants Mm -hmm. versus how much the actual productions themselves cost as programs.
1: Gotcha. And the Arts Fund of of, Mm -hmm. uh, Kalamazoo County is meant to fund projects that remove barriers, grant access, Mm -hmm. and that is for uh, diverse audiences, diverse artists, um, and also historically excluded populations within our community and so um, the project Hedwig and the angry inch I think speaks a little bit to that I don't know if you want to say something about that
3: yeah absolutely I mean and with that aspect of it is difficult for our company you know queer theater which is that's all we do is you know that Mm -hmm. our whole purpose so um, but with Hedwig specifically uh, there is this want to and I think that it's very culturally relevant right Mm now Mm -hmm. um, this push towards not caring about that question of gender so much mm-hmm. as, um, you know, what other aspect does a per- person have, right? I think when we talk about trans individuals, when we talk about gender nonconforming individuals, uh, often people, you know, you want to know the have questions. Sure. And they want answers to those questions. But I think that, you know, we're going into a space now where maybe we don't need answers to those questions and nobody owes anybody the answers to those questions. Right. Right. Um, You should take people as they're giving you, Mm -hmm. you know, and listen to them and find what they're giving you. Right. Hedwig has so much to offer as a character Mm -hmm. outside of what has happened to them concerning their gender.
1: Gotcha. So more important for us to recognize, celebrate people as rock stars than for their gender.
3: Uh, yeah, okay. in a sense. Yeah. Okay. You know, if a person's got talent, mm-hmm. if they've got uh, abilities, skills. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure. Um, sure. Mm-hmm. What's, um, is this what's next for queer theater?
3: No, we're doing Hedwig in June. Okay. Um, but our next shows are Say Cheesecake, the musical about girls of a golden age. It's a Golden Girls parody. <laughs> okay. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, and then we have oh. a... Uh, and that comes, opens next week and then, or yeah, not right. next week, <laughs> um, right, when this right. will air. Yeah. Um, but we'll, uh, and then after that in May, we will be doing a show with Face Off Theater Company called Dirt Ash Dead Tree. Uh, it's a collaboration okay. between our companies.
1: Okay. And I can mm-hmm. see those shows where?
3: Uh, you can see all of those shows at the Dormouse Theater. Dormouse
1: Theater. Yep. Okay. On and I'm, I'm going to get tickets on Queer Theater's website?
3: Queertk.org.
1: Queertk.org. Mm-hmm. What if I want to participate? Have these shows been cast already? Do you already have designers and directors and all of that?
3: Um, we will. Uh, what if I for want to be a rock star? Yeah. For Hedwig, uh, people are welcome to send in audition tapes. Oh, uh, okay. That's how we're doing Great. Uh, Hedwig auditions. Uh-huh. Uh, and they can send those to info at QueerTK.org. Info at QueerTK.
1: And there's more uh-huh. than just one one character in that. Musical, correct? Yes, there are two. Yeah, two characters. Yep. Okay.
3: Uh, so we're looking for uh, somebody who is gender nonconforming Femme and uh-huh. someone who is gender nonconforming mask as well.
1: Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if I want to donate to these uh, shows, donate to the cause.
3: Yeah. Um I mean anybody that wants to uh you know help support queer theater in any way, mm-hmm. uh can reach out to us via that email, info at queertk.org or at our website, queertk.org.
1: Great. I've been talking this morning with Connor Clock, the Artistic Director of Queer Theater Kalamazoo. Thank you so much for coming in today, talking a little bit about queer theater and about your grant experience. Appreciate it.
3: Of course. Thanks for having me.
1: Great. And uh, if you want to know more about the Arts Fund of Kalamazoo County, you can go on to the Arts Council's website, www.kalamazooarts.org. Go to our grants page. That'll open up again in July, but you can read all about it right now.
0: Thanks for taking some time this morning to join us on the Creative Cafe. We have enjoyed telling you a little bit about who we are as an arts council and what we do in the community. Arts and culture have always been a cornerstone of what makes Kalamazoo a great place to work and live. As a service organization, we've been proud to serve Kalamazoo since 1966. In the past five years alone, we have provided benefits to 585 individual artists and arts organizations, granted $865,000 to just under 400 grant recipients, produced 10 unique programs that serve artists and have collaborated on 23 separate fiscal sponsorships and community projects, many of which are still in existence and serving our community. All this with an average staff size of six to eight in any given year. Small but mighty. That's the Arts Council. And now you know. Join us next week for another installment of the Creative Cafe. And until then, enjoy all that that creative expression has to offer. Thanks for joining us for this edition of Creative Cafe, a presentation of the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. Join us next Saturday after 8 a.m. for a visit to the Creative Cafe.